Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and my listeners get the secret backstory behind every book. Joining me today is Jay Fowler, and he's here to talk about his wonderful children's book, Billy the Friendly Bluebird and His Outer Space Adventure. Now, this is the second book in the Billy the Friendly Bluebird book series. Jay, welcome. Thank you, Susan. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I say this every time I almost interview a a children's book author, but I have a very, very soft spot in my heart for you guys. I think that children's book authors are extraordinary. They not only have to have an idea, but they also have to figure out a way to interest children and pull them into the book. And you've really done this well with Billy. It's just a delightful book. And I'm always curious, how does the writer become the writer? There are all kinds of different reasons. Sometimes it's as simple as somebody starts reading as a kid, and they're drawn into the book, and there's something about that book that makes them think, I'm going to try my hand at this, and so they wind up trying writing. Sometimes there's an assignment in school, and a teacher or a professor will see some kind of creative spark from a student when they turn in the work, and they'll encourage the student. Sometimes people have seminal events that happen in their lives. Sometimes they're really positive, sometimes they're really negative, but it makes them feel that they need to share whatever that seminal event is with the world. So, of course, I'm curious, how did Jay Fowler first start to write, and how old were you? Okay, so I'm not an author. I'm I'm not a writer. Um, Well, I am now, but I wasn't before I found Billy. Okay. Interesting. So... I my first book I wrote when I was 53, 52, 53. I'm 57 now. Um, but I found Billy at a at a um, at the San Diego County Fair. He was a a prize for popping balloons with darts. You pop one balloon, and I got Billy. And um, Billy is a hand puppet bird, and um, Roman, who is my my stepson, at the time he was three years old, and of course he wanted the big dog, you know, that you win at carnivals. <laughs> so, you know, so the, the, the carnival guy asked for the bird back, and so I handed him back, and I popped another balloon and, and got the dog, but... For some reason, I asked him if I could have the bird as well. And, you know, he looked at me and I says, you know, I'll, I'll give you a dollar. You know, and he said, no, you can have it. Right. And, and to be honest with you, Susan, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. But for some reason, I did. And so I, I gave Roman the, the dog and um, I kept the bird. and. So, you know, you know, we went around the fair and everything we left. And, and that night, um, that night we got home and I put the puppet on my hand and started talking to Roman as the bird. 
And, um, you know, I changed my voice, you know, I made it a very, very high pitched voice that, you know, cause Roman at the time was three years old. And so I did that and, you know, I played with him a little bit with the bird and then the bird read to him, you know, read a story, a bedtime story. And then Billy sang to him and, and Billy wasn't named at that time. He was just a, bir- a blue bird. Okay. So, um, the next day I did the same thing and this bird grew on Roman, um, not just as a puppet bird, but as something that was real in his mind. Okay. I mean, we're talking about a three-year-old who, who embraced this puppet bird as a actual friend. Okay. So, you know, they, and, um, as time went on, um, there became Billy time and Billy time was, um, time that Roman and Billy could spend together playing and reading. Okay. And that grew into, um, you know, Roman going to school and coming home with homework. Billy would help him with his homework. So we're talking this was going on for years, okay? Um, when Roman was about five and a half or six, this had been going on for two and a half, three years, Susan, every day, okay? And for some reason, uh, I, I turned to my, to my wife, Rachel, who's Roman's mom, and said, you know, I'm going to write a book about this. I said, this is the sweetest story I could think of where this little boy and this little bird just are such good friends. And this bird um, teaches Roman, you know, um, human things like brush your teeth, you know, clean up after yourself. Um, do your homework before you play, um, things like that. And I thought, you know, this is something that I think the world would enjoy parents reading to their children, how, how this animated bird, you know, and this boy became friends Amazing. And, teach, <laughs> and teach each other things. This um, is an amazing story, Jay. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. And 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 I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, Suzanne. Roman is ten years old now. Ten years old. It all started when he was three, and Billy and him still. There's not Billy time anymore because he's ten and he's, you know. But Billy still sings to him at night and reads to him. Wow. <laughs> And that, that is to me is the, it's amazing. You know, they've been friends for seven years and it just continues. And, um, yeah, it's just, and and it's been such fun for me to do it. Well, yes. And I find it amazing that you have no other writing experience, that this just 
is a just an event that happened in your life, and all of a sudden, you know, they talk about that snowball theory. That's exactly what this is. A small event mm-hmm. happened, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden, the longer you have had Billy and Roman together, the snowball has gathered momentum. I mean, it's that's an yes. astounding story. Yeah, and 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 the way that the the outer space adventure came to be was I, after I wrote the first book, um, you know, I said, you know, I'll write the first book and, and, and see how it goes, but didn't have any plans of writing a second book, but the, you, you know, the, the way that the first book went, the interest was more than I anticipated. Um, the sales of the first book were more than I anticipated. Um, the way that children reacted to Billy at the book signing shows that I went to, um, you know, the parents, how they reacted to Billy at the book signing shows, um, you know, and this was before COVID otherwise I would have been doing more, but, uh, this was back in 2019. And, um, I was doing the a book signing up at uh, the University of Southern California. It was the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books, and it was a huge book festival. and And I had a hundred books with me, and I sold out. I sold out, and um, I'm I was blown away. I I didn't anticipate that, um, but. That really got me thinking, I'm going to continue writing stories. And then um, the same year, um, they had a book festival in San Diego where, um, you know, it was the San Diego Union Festival of Books. Um, And I went there and sold, I actually sold 45 books um, in two hours. Wow. And um, the, the reaction of the children um, was amazing. And, and the one thing that really got me, Susan, was this one boy came up to me. He was with his dad and he reached in his pocket and he pulled out money to buy the book. Right. And his dad says, you know, I gave him money and told him he can buy one book today. Oh, and this is the one you picked. Oh my God. (laughs) That didn't make you feel good or anything, did it? Oh Oh, my gosh. gosh. Now, are you still, are you still using the original Billy? Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, Billy is, you know, seven years old and he's been through, (laughs) he's been (laughs) through some tough times. I've actually had to have him re-sewn one time. One of his legs was falling off. So, you know, Roman's like, we got to fix him, you know. So um, we had to sew his leg back on. But he is in pretty good shape, but he's showing wear. Um, and the unfortunate thing is I've looked for that puppet everywhere. And it's nowhere to be found. And um, I went back to the, you know, they have the county fair every year here in San Diego. And I've gone back, and they don't have them anymore. Um, Originally, what I wanted to do was when I sold a book, I wanted to also give give a a Billy with the book. Right. You know, 
And that was one of my, you know, what I originally wanted to do, but um, can't find them. And, um, you know, and it's so expensive to have them made. So, um, you know, I decided against that. Well, also, Billy is about to become a star of the st- the silver screen. There is a screenplay <laughs> that's been written about the first book. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, so my publisher had come to me and had mentioned that there was a producer from Netflix who also is a producer with um, uh, Nickelodeon that was interested in the story. And so, um, you know, the publisher had the screenplay written. As a matter of fact, it's just been completed a couple of weeks ago. So um, it's going to be entered into four film festivals early next year. Plus, it's with the, the, um, the producers now. I guess they're reviewing it. And it, uh, I'm not 100% sure how that all works. Um, the time frame, or, you know, they probably get hundreds. I, I don't know. But yes, yeah, so um, that's very exciting. That's another thing that was unexpected. Um, but, you know, it's just fun for me, Suzanne, and I'm just living it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going through whatever happens and, uh, you know, um, just having so much fun doing it. Well, let's talk about the second book. Let's talk about the Outer mm-hmm. Space Adventure. Now, yes. how did, tell, let's give our, our listeners a little overview of what Billy the Friendly Bluebird and his Outer Space Adventure covers. What's it about? Okay, so how, how the book came about was I had three or four different ideas for the second book. And it, 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 it had to be a teaching book for children. And I went to Roman and I asked Roman, Roman, what should the second book be about? And, you know, I, I came up with the outer space adventure. I came up with uh, an animal adventure, a sea animal adventure, um, ABC book, you know, and he picked the outer space adventure. So that's how it came about. And what, what is neat about that now looking, you know, in hindsight is with all of the excitement about SpaceX going on, about Blue Origin, mm-hmm. about Virgin Galactic right, right now, about all this space flight, I, it, it couldn't have been perfect, to, you know, perfect timing for this book to come out with all that excitement. And I know that children are excited about that. And um, so what this book is, is... Um, and, and there's a, there's another character introduced in this book and it's, it's a Roman's friend, Nick. And, um, Nick is my son, um, who is actually 30 years old, (laughs) but in this book, he's six. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Just, how does he feel about his six-year-old self being in the book? You know, you know, he has been uh, so supportive, and um, you know, uh, from the first book, 
um, he, he loved it, you know, thought it was a great idea. And then I told him that I was going to use him in the second book, um, you know, and of course he loved it. And I was just, I just said, you know, you're going to be six. And um, because the, you know, Roman, Roman is never going to get older, you know, in these books. Right. As I go, go along, he is never going to get older. He is going to stay six because, you know, children relate better to children in books. You know, if Roman was 10, you know, he's getting too old. You know what I mean? I do. So, yeah. So, um, so he'll always be six. And then, like I said, um, Nick is six. So what happens is they come home from school one day and Billy, you know, asks them how their day was, you know, and, you know, Roman, you know, says, oh, we, we learned this in school and today. And then, and then Nick mentions, yeah. And we're starting to, starting to learn about planets and the solar system. So, you know, of course, Billy, you know, as smart as Billy is, he says, well, I know a lot about planets in the solar system and I could teach you about it. So the book is about learning about the different planets, the sun and the solar system. And it gives some fun facts about each planet. And there's some dialogue between Nick and Roman and Billy throughout the book. That's fun. You know, um, I know that, uh, you know, one funny thing that I had put in there was, you know, Billy mentions how hot the sun is on the surface. And, um, you know, he tells Roman, but you know what, if you ever plan to, to go to the sun, bring, bring plenty of sunscreen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Something, you know, something, you know, like that. So, um, you know, I try to introduce, you know, fun little things in the book as well as some facts that children can learn about, you know, um, and make it fun for the parents to read to the children and even kids that are that can read themselves, um, you know, have, have fun doing it. And and the illustrations help and bring that to life, you know. Um, the illustrations are, are excellent. Um, there's illustrations of each planet and then, and then Roman and Billy and Nick are all floating in space, you know, while Billy talks about each planet. You know, I'm a former teacher and you're just, my brain is exploding listening to you talk, Joe, because I'm thinking about these homeschool parents or parents who are working with their kids, or teachers who are looking for a way to enrich what they're doing with their curriculum. And your book does exactly that. Why mm -hmm. would it not be a great springboard? I mean, you start and you read about one of the planets, and then you do a little more research. Maybe you do some kind of little science project around that particular planet and something that's unique about that planet. I mean, mm -hmm. if it's triggering my... I mean, I was a secondary teacher, so I can only imagine if an elementary teacher is hearing us talk about this, they're going to want the book right now. Would you share a little bit of... Billy, the friendly bluebird, and his outer space adventure with our listeners? No, I'd be happy to. Um, I'll go ahead and read 
the first couple of pages. Okay. Um, and then, and then, just keep in mind that the dialogue is is going between, you know, Billy, Roman, and Nick. Okay, so um, this is the first page. So Billy starts off the conversation. Um, Welcome home, boys. How was school today? It was good, Billy. We learned new math and did an essay in writing class. Yes, and in science, we started to learn about planets in the solar system. Wow, science is so fun, boys. I know something about planets and the solar system. Really, Billy, can you help teach us about it? Of course, boys. Have a seat. Thanks, Billy. We enjoy learning from you. You always make it fun. No problem. Happy to do it. The solar system, and this is Billy talking, the solar system is made up of eight planets and one dwarf planet. Roman, can you name any planets? Yes, Billy. The Earth, of course. And I like Pluto because it reminds me of Mickey Mouse's dog. (laughs) How about you, Nick? Yes, I know Mars, and I also like Saturn because it seems like a cool planet because of the ring around it. Good job, boys. Very good. The eight planets are Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Pluto is the dwarf planet, with Mercury being the closest to the sun and Neptune and Pluto the furthest away from the sun. And then this is Nick. He goes, wow, Billy. So Mercury must be the hottest planet since it's the closest to the sun, right? Then Roman says, and Neptune and Pluto, the coldest, since they're the furthest away. And Billy responds, I will answer all your questions, boys. There are so many very interesting facts about the solar system itself and each planet within it. And of course, don't forget the sun, which is also part of the solar system. So that's just the first couple of pages. I love it. I love it. I know that our listeners are saying, where, where, where can we find this book? So let's tell them. It's available on Amazon. Now, let me give you the specific title and let me do some spelling of names so that you can find it. Go to Amazon and put in Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, The Friendly Bluebird and His Outer Space Adventure by J-J-A-Y Fowler. F-O-W-L-E-R. Click on that. The book comes right up. You'll see the cover. It's really a cute cover. And it's available in an ebook or a hardback or a paperback. Now, there's a look inside feature that you can look inside. You, the cover, and it's just so well illustrated. The illustrations are so colorful and so much fun that they would really draw a child right into the book. Where else, Jay, if someone, by by some chance, if they don't want to purchase from Amazon, is it available in other places? Yes, yes. It's available through Barnes & Noble online. Um, It's available through um, my publisher's website, which is uh, Rushmore Press. So www.rushmorepress.com. Uh, but if you go onto their website, it'll take you to Amazon. Um, there's another, there's 
quite a few, Suzanne, quite a few. Um, if you Google it, um, one is books a million, um, and there's others. And so there shouldn't be any problem finding it. Good. Now, if they want to see a little preview, there's a book trailer video that you also have available. How can they find that, Jay? Um, if they, it's through YouTube. And if they put in Billy the Friendly Blue Bird and his Outer Space Adventure um, YouTube, then it'll come right up. And they can see how colorful and engaging the book is. I, I just, I love the little video. I thought it was so cute. Now, you're on Facebook. Tell me what the address is on Facebook and tell me what I will find there when I go to your Facebook page. Um, yeah, so so it's under, you know, Billy the Friendly Blue Bird. Um, it, it's mostly, of course, my first book. Um, and it, it, tells people how to purchase it. It gives stories about, um, you know, some reviews that, that people have done on my book um, after purchasing it. Um, it just, there's just a lot of different information, but it's mainly the first book. Um, the second book is, there's a caption on there for the second book, but, you know, this one, it was just um, released a couple of weeks ago. So there's not much on that right now, uh, on there right now about this book. Well, let's face it, the holidays are coming up. And both mm -hmm. of these books, you know, buy these two books together and what a wonderful gift those would make for a child. I have no vested interest in this book. That's just something that caught my attention. <laughs> I thought, you know, the holidays are coming and don't we want to encourage children to read and don't we want to encourage them to learn? And uh, these Billy books are doing exactly that. And I love the idea of the puppet. I cannot believe the story of how these books came into being. I just think it's terrific. Now, I always like to ask an author one last question. You and I could sit here and talk for an hour. I already know that, but our time is really up. When a child sits down and perhaps the child reads the book or perhaps they read it with a, an older sibling or they read it with grandma and grandpa or they read it with mom or dad, when they finish the book and they close the back cover of either one of the Billy books for the very last time, do you want the the child to just be entertained by a really good story? Is there something educational you want them to leave with? What's the bottom line for you with Billy the Friendly Bluebird and his Outer Space Adventure? What do you want the parent or and, and or the child to take away from the book? You know, that's a really great question. And, and I think that I would want for all these, for all the children to respond maybe as Roman did to Billy with their imagination. You know, it's such a, like you mentioned, and thank you for mentioning how colorful the book is. Um, that's no, you know, I, I did that on purpose to make, you know, because children love colorful, colorful books. And it draws them in. And Billy is an animated bird. It draws them in. Just as they're reading the book, use their imagination. And I know that some of the children that I've seen at my book signings, that's what they were doing. They were flipping through the book and reading it and using their own imaginations. And it's so fulfilling to see that. 
it's pretty amazing. And, but, you know, to, to be entertained, yes, but to draw them into the book as they're reading it, you know, be, you know, draw themselves into the story, you know, and uh, that's, that's what I think uh, is most important. You know, I think that's one of the most exciting things is when you see the light come on in a child's eyes when they're reading something that really does spark their imagination and they fall right into that book. You can almost hear the splash. They fall right into it and they're they're part of that book and they see what's going on in their mind. I think that is just one of the most high compliments that an author can feel and one of the most wonderful things for a teacher or a parent to see happen with a kid. So you have just been terrific. I have enjoyed talking with you so much, Jay. This is this has just been delightful. Thank you for writing Billy the Friendly Bluebird and his Outer Space Adventure. I think it's terrific. Thank you so much. No, it's been it's been a pleasure talking with you and um I'm hoping that uh, that your listeners uh, enjoyed it. Um, I've enjoyed it immensely. Thank you so much. Remember, you can find Billy the Friendly Bluebird and his Outer Space Adventure on Amazon. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast, because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening.